When what's done? The little jingle's done. Oh. Now? All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Incorporated podcast. Coming at you from our Airbnb in Arbavita, Wisconsin. Um, kind of a laid-back podcast here, talking about our trip. Yeah, we're up north uh, snowmobiling, ripping some snow, ripping some pow. It's been a while. It's, I feel like we haven't podcasted yeah, we haven't in a while. Yeah, we podcasted in a long time. But we're putting together something cool. No, we got a roommate, a roommate Grant up here with us on the guest. Yeah, hey, folks. Absolutely. <laughs> Grant, you're natural. <laughs> Should I do the old head shake every time you say something stupid? <laughs> Grant's signature. That. The entire podcast, Grant's just going to be... <laughs> Start us off. Uh, we left on Thursday, Thursday morning, morning about three thirty, four a.m. And we had a good trip all the way until we got outside of Stevens Point, and then we had some uh, some trailer issues. Yeah, we were blowing all over the road, halfway sideways. We were fishtailing. We looked like a out. snake going down the highway. Yeah, it was, like, <laughs> it was bad. We were only doing like forty-five too, know, and yeah. the speed limit was seventy. Yeah. We had a convoy behind us. Yes. Yes. So well, we weren't the only ones. But like, yeah, on, on the whole way up there, there was tons of wrecks and stuff. Oh yeah, oh, people yeah. were in the ditch the all ditch over the place and, and rear ends and. I don't know. Rear. We had we had a good trip. We didn't have any issues. The trailer was a small inconvenience. Uh, we figured it out. And we made it. We made good time. We met Grant in Wausau. Yeah. We met Grant at Quick Trip in Wausau and. Got lucky enough. There's plenty of snow up here too. It snowed yeah, what seven to nine inches, inches or whatever on Wednesday night. Got here, so. That was we sick. Were riding fresh pile for the first two days. Today was a little rougher, but as the weekend wears on, yeah, it kind of tears you get down. To the but end of the weekend it gets rough all the time. I mean, yeah, people. But no, like the, the first two days, traffic was good, and there was there wasn't a whole lot of sleds out. I didn't think. No. Today it was busy. There was a lot of guys out and about today, which I figured. Yeah, you go down be. that 17, and there you pass someone every yeah. half mile. Yep. As soon as you get up to speed, it seems like you're slowing down. Somebody was coming at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. The watering holes were good. Yeah, yeah, the watering holes always always watered up. And so my favorite one, Mitch. What do you got? Uh, well, what was the first one? Gucci's. Was Gucci's. It was just a nice place, and I remember the first time I stopped there with like my dad and everything, and it was an okay place. It was always fun, but like I think that one's brand new, and that was just a nice yeah. It was place. like yeah. Gucci's part two, and that's in Boulder Junction. Yep. Yeah. Oh. yeah. No, that that was a nice place. Yeah. They had some cool taxidermy, a couple of albino full mount deers in there. Deers, deers, kind of like I like beers. Deer. There's multiple deer, not deers. No, there was a lot of deers in there. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't there, there wasn't one deer. There was a lot of deers. The Grant No, there was some cool mounts in there. Nice place, cleaned up, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Grant, what do you got? I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, the old Slows Friday Night Fish Fry yeah. walleye special. <laughs> Slows. Slows was a good place. That walleye was insanely good. Amazing. Was good. Oh my the place was packed. And that yeah. is right on yeah. Big Arbavita Lake, which is like a two-minute drive, a yeah, minute to drive down the road from us. Road. Yeah. Actually, I, I might revoke my pick. Aaron's Pub and Grill with the peanut butter bacon oh, burger. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot about that. And Eagle River. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, Eagle. So good. Well, fun fact for you guys: Eagle River is the snowmobile capital of the world. Just so you didn't know that. Oh. And there was actually some ice racing going on in the snow track that they have up there. But Just down the road. Quick trivia: Where was the birthplace of the snowmobile? Uh, Saint Germain. Nope. Nope. Mercer. Nope. Yeah. nope. We went. We Sander, went through. Sander. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. The, the Snowmobile Hall of Fame is in St. Germain. We should have yeah. stopped at that. that I never one. have. I've gone about it yeah. so many times, but I've never gone in. What's in there? Just a bunch of old sleds? Probably. I mean, all the records from 
Eagle River. Oh, yeah, stuff Probably. like that. Makes sense. Oh. Yeah, no, the peanut butter bacon burger was phenomenal. Yeah. Mitch, change yours to Aaron's. I'm going to change mine to Aaron's. And you're Let's at Slow's. I got to go with the Wolf Den and Mercer. Yeah. <laughs> you're addicted to that. Austin looks over at us at 11.30 this morning. He goes, I think I'm just going to stay here all day. It's <laughs> like, what? Well, I ordered a Mountain Dew, and then she come back, and she goes to fill my Mountain Dew back up, and I was like... Oh, it's almost noon. I can have a bush light. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what the smoothest thing that you did there? You went and got the pull tabs and oh, yeah. made you look like you've been there a time or two. And so <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I, I won $3 after putting $5, and I won $3 on the pull tabs. Then I went back, got $3 worth more, and then I got won $3. And then we just hurried the hell out of there, and I left my $3. <laughs> so I don't know if she cashed it in or threw it away or whatnot. But, no, that was a good place. They had a nice window right out, right out on the as the trail runs through Mercer. And That's like the you, busiest trail, too. So yes. Yeah. You, you could by. check all the sleds out going by, big old windows, and they had some good good jams going in there a little bit of whaling a little bit of new country i was vibing it you know yeah <laughs> we no. we should have just left you i i, I yeah. would have stayed there till been disappointed you would have you would have picked you would you would have to pick the pick me up on the truck tomorrow morning i probably would have stayed in that barstool all night <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that was my favorite place that was that was a good spot yeah i like that jake i, I think i'm going with austin I think yeah. the one thing that I really liked about it was just ease of access. It's right on the trail. Yeah. yeah, and there was tons of sleds parked outside too, which you know you knew you'd walk in and you're not the only people in there. And it was it was kind of a popping place. I thought yeah. it was cool. It was packed. It was really nice. The, the waitress bar was, was nice. Huge. She waitress was, was sweet. She, there was a lot of people there. She was busy. Us? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, back and forth on the bar. She, she was really busy, but like the fact that she took the time to like talk to us and everything oh, too. Yeah, like group that she talked to. Yeah. yeah. She's like, why aren't you guys talking? Well, yeah. my, my favorite comment was, uh, she goes, you guys are a little bit quiet. And then and, and you pipe back with, yeah, nothing intelligent usually comes out of her mouth. So we don't say much. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I think I'm going to go with uh, the place we stopped today. What was that place called? Spring, uh, Springstead. Springstead. Springstead Lake Lodge. Yep. Yes. That Springstead was... Lake Lodge. Just a hole in the wall place. Yeah. Uh, a good crowd. The food was good. The drink was excellent. Bartender was nice. She was and when we walked willing out, and the, only woman the identical working. sled to mine was sitting in the parking lot. So <laughs> that actually was six hundred triple. The reason you picked it, right? It definitely has something to do with it. Yeah. No, that, that was something that said. That was a nice place, though. Those old Yamahas, they're, they're just like a colt. You know, everybody's the exact same type of person that drives one of them. You have to have the personality to drive a Yamaha 600 triple. It's, cat. yeah. Special, like yesterday, special yesterday when, we were, when we were out in the middle of nowhere, we see this 700 triple. Guy. This 700 triple comes zipping by, and I gave him this big old wave, and he didn't understand what was going on. Then he looked at my sled, and then he starts doing burnouts in the middle of the trail. Like, it's just the mentality of a Yamaha rider. I don't know. Speaking of sleds, I feel like there were so many brand new sleds. I've never seen that. Like, Well, I told Austin today, too. I said, you know, Austin's sled, Jake's sled, and my sled. Well, early 2000s, 90s. Yeah. It's a dying breed. Yeah, yeah like the, we saw maybe ten all weekend. The, the amount of people that can go out and you know drop ten, fifteen grand on a, on a sled. I mean, it, it, I, I mean it, it was people from you know fifty years old that you know retire or going into retirement. You know, Treat themselves set well down absolutely to kids that were our own age that yeah. just were riding brand new Polaris's and whatnot. It's like, wow. <laughs> it's, well, there's wasn't guys in trades and stuff that. Haven't stopped working, and they're just well, you know they they, they come they, they come out of high school and yeah, yeah exactly. Home or renting a cheap place, and they're on the go. And that's true. Yeah. 
They Which drive, they were driving an old beat up you know car to work every day and they drive a Ford Ranger. Yeah, Ford Ranger. <laughs> yeah. Which I I mean I, buy a brand new Polaris. I don't blame. When them. you live in this area, I, you know it's you know you got places to ride well, guaranteed every year. I mean I don't talk, blame them. You know, if we lived in an area like this, I'd go out and buy a new sled too because I could ride it all the time. Yep. I can't justify it for maybe opening our trails back home. Yeah, you know, you know for guaranteed one time a year if you're lucky. And the old 600 is good enough to give you 500 miles on a weekend and come up here and do something like this. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it held up. That's yeah. It. We want to They're talk a little bit about breakdowns. Well, we we, uh, we, had two, we broke two belts. And that was pretty minimal. Yeah, one that, that wasn't bad. One and a half, yeah. yeah. One and a half. Might have well, snapped, but it Jake blew his belts on the first day on the lake. I mean, first time opening his new sled up and... <laughs> Bang. Yeah, wasn't moving after that. But yeah, yeah, Levo got the new one back on there. And we were fine the whole yeah, weekend we, after that. They mm-hmm. had no problem with it. Wrenched on it, got that. that we weren't even down that long. 15 minutes, maybe? No, probably. no it wasn't, first it wasn't very long. Us, loosened us up a little bit. Yeah. 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 Yep. And then and, we did mine yesterday. It was slipping so bad. I didn't even blow it, but it was ready for a new one. I don't know if that was wasn't really the right loose. belt or whatever the reason was. But, I mean, it was slipping to the point where I wouldn't move at all. Yeah. And I don't know how I rode the first two days on a belt like that. But put a new belt on. Brand new. Morning. It was brand new. And not an issue. I was really surprised by that. Which you learned this morning that wasn't that belt wasn't even meant for your sled. Yeah, that belt actually was uh, meant for a 500 triple, not a 600. Nice. So yeah, maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. Well, that's the one that's on it now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had the wrong that's the one we replaced it with. Yeah, we replaced the we replaced the wrong belt with another wrong belt. I mean, the one that was on it was the original belt that well, you got it with. I, I, I don't know. I don't know beyond not, that yeah, point, but as long as it works. But it got yeah. me down the trail for. I mean, days. I think it just loosened up to the point where you know it, it just well, stretched it so far that, that it was stretched. I mean, that belt's probably only been on that sled for the last ten or fifteen right. years. Right. Where it was time to go. out of the poor girl last year. <laughs> yeah, it it got you a lot of miles. It was time for a new one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because well, how many miles did it did you put on last year? Uh, almost twenty five hundred. So that's, it was a lot. That's quite a bit. That's and, we, a lot and, we o- and we only had to adjust your throttle cable, what? Five times. Five times? Which, Pretty good. Wow. I, I mean, took the over <laughs> of 11 and a half. So. Yeah, so <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought for sure, but every morning I went out there, a couple of poles, and it was on. And it was running perfect. I don't know if it just needed to get some bad gas out of it or need, what. Just need to run. Of money. <laughs> Who knows? I'm happy with it, that. though. Yeah. So go out there right now, first pole, she can go. Jake, this is your first time riding a snowmobile, right? Basically. Basically. I mean, I've screwed around on some before, but I've never, like, full but day rode you just you just bought one this year for this trip or whatever, and first time owning kind of one. A, and what do they call that? Uh, an impulse an, an impulse buy. Oh. And, but I was going to say, what, what are your thoughts on first trip and first riding? And fun. Very fun. Snowmobiling is awesome. Well, when I was younger, I used to do ATVs all the time. My grandma yeah. used to have an ATV, so I'd rip those around and basically the same thing got a thumb throttle and a brake and it's pretty cut and dry it's pretty cut and dry so i don't know i had a blast and get the feel for it and then yeah for it a little bit and then you kind of you start doing stupid stuff and you get a little break a little brave and when a good yeah. youtube video pops up mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true yeah no it was, it was a good trip no i'm super pumped about my sled too i mean 1700 bucks for that thing Good. I mean, I, I would say the biggest struggle from the whole trip altogether was the cameras, yeah. of yeah. getting getting all four GoPros to work, stuff. getting the drone to film correctly, getting the camera batteries not to die in the big cameras, and just packing them along and making sure that I mean, I know personally like there was times on my go on my GoPro that I thought it was on or thought it wasn't dead, 
you know, it beeped like it was filming and then we get back to the house and it's not filming or SD cards screw up and don't catch it. And I mean, you can only do things once, you know, it's, it has to be on the fly of being able to get it. And I think, I feel like our first time doing this, the cameras was our biggest issue of trying to figure everything out. It's just, you know, the fact of setting time aside for it. You know, like a lot of times we used to go out and ride and we would just ride our freaking butts off. You just ride until you're done. And when we're filming something like this, we're stopping every, you know, five, six miles to do something cool. Or we're stopping every town or every bar to check cameras and batteries and GoPros. And Mm -hmm. it's a lot of pissing around. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. We got some cool stuff. Yeah. We had some some awesome stuff. That's what makes it worth it. But it's like yesterday we rode not even 70 miles. And we rode all day long, but we stopped so many times and did so many different things. That by the time we get back here, it's it's already almost dark. You only got 70 miles in yesterday? Well, we could have done 150, but, you know, we took our time and we're screwing around. We messed with the cameras and we have to film everything, you know, two or three different times to get how we wanted to. So many miles today was because we were able to hit 17 or whatever and do just mile an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Lost also. (laughs) And our wonderful navigators, Mitch and Grant, you know, just. Take we did a circle time. about twice. And and have, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We Jake and I have this. a shot glass worth of fuel. Yeah. And our sleds run empty for like 20 miles. And these guys are fumes. just taking the wrong just, turns on purpose. We get all the grief for I was just that's why you don't leave. That's why you say, you guys want to leave? If they would have led, we would have been lost long. You want to yeah, com- complain about it? <laughs> exactly. They lost uh, the leading role. Leave would have last year. Leave drove until he found a bar. Exactly. All right. Just fine. We're good. No gas, but. No gas, but I do have a bar, so. You Zach couldn't even lead back home. There's a sign that says lead mine this way and Belmont the other way, and we want to go to lead mine, and Zach goes to Belmont. <laughs> I missed one turn. And it was clear cut. It was clear cut. We went back the next fun. night and looked all at the fun. sign. It's all that matters. Yeah. Yep. You had a better chance flipping a coin, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was, my sense of direction up here was totally turned around. I had no it idea. was. It is so hard to navigate. I had no oh, idea. Well, you got I, five I, different ways to get well, to I mean, place. You need to put yeah. on a snowmobile just a little ball compass. Yeah. There, yeah. So you know what direction you're heading. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you think you know what you're going and you're on the right trail, and then you make 15 different corners because every trail looks like an S, and then it's like. Well, and I don't really know. Trail, so you don't know if you need to turn on a road, on, on a road or on yeah. a trail. Yeah. Yeah. You're no, yeah, you don't know if you're looking for a trail or no. a road. They could work on their signing up here. I'm, uh, sometimes you just you turn onto a road and you're like, I don't know if the trail goes this way because there's tracks. Tracks going both ways. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people are cutting off and whatnot. But yeah. no, that Plash Ride Command app, that, <laughs> that helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just imagine trying to do what we did this weekend with... Just paper a map, paper yeah, map. like yeah, ten, fifteen years ago when that yeah, wasn't no, even a thing. It's four years ago. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it's you got you got to go to the local bar and pick up a trail map before you can go anywhere and yeah. figure it out by paper. Well, I think we're right here, but you know your phone obviously shows you right where you're at. But yeah, I don't. That would be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Helps that you have a signal to actually run your phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. that too. It's that nice that the app. Terrible. Yeah, you don't even need a signal to run that app, so it's mm-hmm. nice where it, it knows where you're at. And that, that's that's gotta be the it's part. a genius whoever did that. You know, yeah, probably that. probably Polaris. Oh, I just gotta buy one of them fancy sleds that'll show it to me on my screen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, that would be. We rode to the boys. See, see, kid last year you get one of those. You don't need that Polaris to do anymore, do you? I think the I think the only thing that would be better is if you could like like a Google Maps for snowmobile. 
map or whatever. Like, so, plug it in and they tell you to turn or, or like, so, so you can, like, you, you pull up the map or whatever, and it shows you the trails, and then you choose what trail you want to take. I think the Ride Command app can do that. You can plan a ride and do it. And, I like, you, you have to pay for it? I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it would works. be nice having the screen. Like, but, the if you had but yeah, like, like, like a GPS right on your screen. You go on your, your snowmobile screen and say, I want to take this, this trail, this trail, this trail to get to here. And plan to ride the night before. It just, it, 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 it just, you know, you just follow the GPS on your screen would, you would be awesome. Oh, yeah. It tells you how many miles you're going and, you know, you can plan fuel that way. And mm-hmm. no, that, that would be worth the investment on a new sled just to have that, especially riding up here. Maybe Back that's why people are buying all these new ones. I don't blame them. Can you I put them like on mine or something? Can you put a screen like that in? And <sighs> maybe. Or probably not. It would cost a lot. You could probably do it. Yeah. Put a, just put yeah. a bigger screen in it. I just buy a new one. That farmer's money. Corn's good this year. When the corn's good, we buy new sleds. <laughs> Must have been a lot of farmers up north then, because there was a lot of new sleds. No, this is this is starting to turn into a yearly trip. I mean, this is Jake and Zach's first year coming up with us, but Mitch and I have been coming up the same days for. Th- this is our third. Year. This is our third year, and Grant's been along with us for two years of that. Mm-hmm. So. It's well, a great time. It's. My, it's worth it. My big, my favorite part, I think, is just getting away from home. Just, like, yeah. just driving up here and getting the snow, and you get to do something you enjoy, ripping some sleds. I mean, and it's really not all that expensive of a vacation. I mean, you get your $30 in fuel a day, and then you can figure, you know, well, we got, $20, yeah. $20 a meal based on how much you want to eat out. If you want to, we cook breakfast here and, you know, sometimes dinner, but lunch, you're always gone for or whatever. So 20 bucks a meal a day and $30 in gas. and you say you say 50 60 bucks in a day depending on where you're doing or what you're getting and then you know we got 100 bucks a piece for the house for three nights four days which isn't bad at all which is a steal on this oh, place yeah. is perfect for what we wanted it for we're right just on the lake sleep, pretty much yeah, yeah it's just know, a place a, to crash a queen bedroom and bunk beds and a pull-out couch and a bathroom and a kitchen i mean it's perfect it is your bill really depends on how much you want to spend on booze yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's big yeah which i mean this year not i'll be in 21 you know it we it was a little more than what we thought it would be but you know it's not as much but next year being 21 it's i mean you go and get a you go and get a free water or a two dollar soda now it turns into a three dollar and fifty cent beer or $5. a five dollar mixer yeah you know it worth it <laughs> totally worth it. Worth it. It's all the it. experience. It's totally worth it. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't know. I'm trying to go in my mind and pick what my favorite part of the trip was. Like, if it was riding on the lakes or a specific trail, or but I I can't say that. I think my favorite my favorite part of the whole trip of like on on riding is. It's not that I hate you guys, but it was uh, Friday morning that I left <laughs> here and I and I went out on the lake by myself and it was it was like nine thirty ish or whatever and the sun was just coming up on the lake and I was the only guy out there and I just turned on my GoPro and got some fresh footage of just on touch powder. I mean, it was a foot foot and a half <laughs> deep 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 out in the middle of the lake and it's just the fact of being out there by yourself nobody around and you got snow flying up around you and just i mean you can do whatever you want there's it's just freedom you just yeah. rip 
You're right, baby. He's ripped. I love how cold it can get here without it actually being like, it no, feels like it's cold. Yeah. yeah. It's so, because what was it, negative we 15? In, yeah, we rode negative 10 yesterday, and it, then it wasn't even that cold. No. no. It was just we were lucky. Nice. I mean, the weather no. was perfect for the last three days we rode. You put your gloves and your helmet on, and you're doing 85 down a trail when it's negative 10 degrees out, and... Turn your warmers up. Yeah, same thing. Really yeah, riding a four wheeler. No, I also really enjoyed like going going through the logging trails of the the tall pines with the skinny yeah, trail yeah. of just you know where you're weaving in and out of the curves and with our sleds guys like you know you can hit those corners that are a complete U at 45 miles an hour and drift right around them. I yeah. it's just I, that, I I wish I could find a new sled that was able to do that. That I mean I would be sold instantly. You yeah. give me an 800 with a 144 track and drift, drift around the corners the way these old sleds can. Ah. It's just that sign me up. Of gravity I think yeah. it's so much yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. The CG is That's huge. just how it is. Yeah. That, They're yeah. a perfect trail sled. Mm -hmm. That's what they're made for, but no, and I love doing that. Women that you pull on a <laughs> Yamaha, Yamaha triple. You can't can't the triple. even. You walk into yeah. a bar and you just smell like two stroke because it's been smoking the whole time, and you just can't find them. God, off. that one morning where it was just me and you. You Jake. couldn't even see Jake from where yeah. I was standing. The other guys had already oh. left, and so it was just me and Lieb, and both our sleds started them up. Then Lieb gives his a little throttle just to keep it going. And looked like I was smoked out. Looked I like there was a forest fire out it there. Really did. I thought people were going to call Bear the fire department. <laughs> Yogi Bear. <laughs> Yogi Bear. Uh, Yogi Bear can no, suck my ass. No, no, that's for another day. Yogi Bear can suck my ass. Oh, it's such a good nope. quote. Nope. Come on. Let him, let him in on the story. Nope. Nope. You're going to have to wait for another time. Jake, tell so, the story. <laughs> okay. So uh, we stopped. Uh, and this like big open field with a bunch of hills in it, right? Yeah, like, we're like, we're almost. yeah we're messing around on the sleds yeah, a little we're bit. Messing around, doing some jumps and stunts and stuff, you know how we do it. A little evil Knievel. Yeah, a little evil Knievel. <laughs> yeah, we're real badasses. And then you know, partially through the trip, every once in a while there'd be a smoke break, and that time there was a smoke break, and <laughs> that time there was a smoke. <laughs> so, so yeah. <laughs> We're standing around. Uh, yeah, we're standing around and uh, powwow or something, whatever the Indians do up here. <laughs> dumbasses. And Lee finishes his smoke and he goes, Yogi Bear can suck my ass. <laughs> he just throws the butt of cigarette into the woods. And it was just the We all started thing. laughing because we, we understood what was meant, but it took in case like. You were wondering, it, it's not Yogi Bear that talks about forest fires. Like everybody's high. laughing because it was hilarious and we got the point of what he was getting at, but I sat there for like two minutes and I was like, it's not even Yogi Bear. <laughs> That's not really got funny. Uh, it's the camp crown guy. <laughs> How about a picnic basket, the boo boo? <laughs> yeah, no, it's Smokey Bear that we were talking about. Good thing the Smokey signs on the way up said the uh, forest fire chances were low. <laughs> Yogi Bear can suck my ass. I don't really know what else. What else we did? Lee buried a sled. That was awesome. Yeah. We were on the flowage. Got that on video. We were on the flowage today, which is Saturday. And Grant goes through this. Or we're all sitting around talking or whatever. And then we see this, like, hillside coming into the flowage or whatever. And we're like, Lee, you got to hit that doing about 55 and just jump your sled right off of it. It'd be awesome. He goes, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. But Grant's got to go through it first, make sure there's no logs or rocks in there. So Grant goes through it or whatever. And we're, like, probably 100 yards away and it looks like he's just fine and he comes back and he goes yeah there's like three feet of snow on top it was just buried in there then, then we're buzzing down there whatever to see leave jumped us and he goes in the opposite way 
Yeah. yeah. And I don't know what he does, but he lets off the gas, going toward the woods, and his sled is just buried. I mean, yeah, like, like up to the hood, the there was just was nothing. Level, well, I was the seat. I was standing in there, and I'm six one. It was. It was, knee. yeah, it was about up to my hips almost. It was through my thighs, but no, it it was, it was deep, deep in there. But that was funny to see in the old triple buried. Yeah, grant, get, in there. grant did it with such grace, and it was like, oh, that, that's not too bad. Just hit it. Well, oh, Grant actually feet. has a track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running a piece of wax paper. <laughs> when I went through there, I was like, that's pretty deep. I slowed down a lot. You might want to be careful. He didn't take that. It just yeah, got, yeah. Yeah. It, got no. it was so deep that it was just sucking my sled off of Grant's <laughs> path. I'm like, oh, I'll stay right where Grant went and it'll be fine. I'll be able to get right out. And I just got off just a little bit and it just like sucked it down into the side. <laughs> well, yeah, because I was wondering where the hell you thought you were going. Yeah, just, it was pointed right into this tree. I was like, where were you going? Yeah, I, I was just lost. I was either stop or smoke the tree. So I decided to stop and then it was stuck. I almost saw Lieb die today. That was actually cool. Twice. Twice. That's actually pretty cool, he says. Yeah, coming around a corner trying to drift it. You must have been going a little too hot. I was coming way too hot. It was like a <laughs> hard 90. Yeah. And just... I was not going to make it, and I kind of got wobble wobble skis, <laughs> and I just about just about yeah, caught He got like wobble skis going into the turn, and then while he was like in the middle of the turn, his sled's just like like this, and then <laughs> Yeah, it was not. Banked around, ripped her back up, good. and uh-huh. out of the turn we go. Yep. Some of those turns need signs. Some of them don't. Yeah, yeah the that's the that, biggest that thing. The ones that need a sign the worst are the ones that aren't marked. Yeah. 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 And then the ones that are telling you it's a 90-degree corner, it's just this little... You know, little, little bend around the nice corner, area. and then, yeah, you come into one doing about 65, and it's like, oh, there's no sign. Can't be that bad. Holy shit. And then there's ice, <laughs> <laughs> and then, the, the, then there's ice on the corner of it, too, and you're sliding around, and you bank off the back wall, and then you come out of it, and your right well, ski comes like up, and your left ski comes up. It's an easy correction, because if you want to turn sharper, you just punch it. You just hit the gas. And then you throw your back end around. You're worse off if you slow down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're screwed. If Which you is hard because your first instinct is to hit the brakes. Down. Yeah. But you actually just need to pin it. Or like you get like halfway <laughs> you get like halfway through a curve and you don't think you're going to make it sharp enough. You just pin it. You just and your back end and it slides around. around. Take yeah. off. For me and Grant, it's the opposite, I would say. If, yeah. if you think you're like going to jump over it, you need to slow down more. Just grip yeah. it. Uh-huh. Grip the brakes and. No. You pin that gas more and your back end slides around and you whip out of there like nothing ever happened. That's why we get more women than you newer riders. I only have one woman. I think we all do. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that one. We're all part of the club. Yeah, mm-hmm. well just a, a common respect between us old guys. Yeah. Nah, the low rider. No, the low but it guys. but it was cool after seeing like all brand new sleds all weekend, and we were going across the flowage, and we had a group of bunch of old boys that came by and like some '99 players XLTs yeah. and yeah. stuff like that of just okay, yeah, they they no, know what it's like. It's cool seeing all the new sleds and being like, oh, that thing is so sweet, and then you see the old guys and you get more excited. It's like he's got my sled. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like 100%. as you're doing like. 80 miles an hour across this drifted lake that's just boom, 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 boom on the old sleds that was just pitiful. Oh and you look over and you see these guys, and you're like, I know your pain, man. <laughs> I know what's happening. It's kind of like yesterday when we yeah. came on to uh, Little St. Germain Lake after that one trail. We rode on that trail for 15 minutes, and it was just wavy up and down. It was miserable. Oh my well, they couldn't get a groomer in there because it connected to the lake. Right, because yeah. on the lake. I mean, there was even a sign on there that said, this tr- this trail is not groomed yeah. or no longer groomed. You can tell. Austin and I both got off our sleds and just fell on the ground. Oh my! Our backs were broken. Well, like when you were riding next to me down that, I literally wanted to stop and be like, 
We just need to take a break. I thought about it halfway through. I'm like, I, I got to just stop. This is hurt. Yeah. When I started that trail, it was about beer 15, and when I was halfway through, it was about beer 30. And yeah. when we finally got off, got off it, I fell in the snow, and it was beer 45. It was it was way past needing one, so we yep. we booked her home. Good that was... Home. No, I think my favorite part was I'm going along and on all those berms, and I just, <laughs> I just see Lee come out of the corner of my eye just faster than he should be gone. And it just looks like if you had a, a box of bolts and you just shook them around, that's like what Lee was on his sled. He just bossing around. My feet weren't on the sled at all. It was just <laughs> in the air like a flag. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great analogy. That's exactly, that's exactly what, what like. I felt like. I was just hanging on with the handlebars. I'm like, maybe if I go fast, it won't be so bad. No. And then, like, each bump, case. you can just see, like, each bump would push his Ooh. thumb Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You guys are way ahead of us. I would have loved a sled that I could... Stand up on. Did you guys sit down the entire time? <laughs> you had to. One knee hit, maybe. Okay. But I mean, it got to the point where the divots were so deep that, like, when I was on one knee, it was stretching my hammy and my groin so fucking far because yeah. I was going up and down. I couldn't take it anymore. I, I was like, I'm gonna pull something here. I got to sit down and <laughs> get like off a, and do get off and do my Pilates or something to <laughs> make like it a through this. With those new ones, you stand up. Yeah, your sledge. <laughs> your hands move, but. Your body doesn't. It's not yeah. Good. Oh, I would have loved that. I mean, it's not uh, good, nice. but it's better. It's than better than riding ours. <laughs> yeah. Because we have no suspension on ours. <laughs> no. Uh, you low you riders. Just, oh, my gosh. And then it's like you come up over a hill on the trail, and then there's this huge bump. It's like, well, <laughs> I, I can't do nothing but take this one in the butt. <laughs> Oh, Boom! Say a quick prayer. Yeah, it's pretty uh, uh, do, And then after you hit it, you just punch it and get out of there. <laughs> you forget about it. Yeah, and you ride it off. Yeah, next one. For it, but yeah, you're just waiting for the next no, one. No, that's, that's the one thing I don't like about leading is you don't really prepare for those, but like if you're in the back, I like to ride behind like see the like, like uh, Zach or Jake or whatever, and I can see him just boom. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to stand up for this one. When I see Lee almost get ejected from his sled, I'm like, oh, yeah. slow down. <laughs> I'm going to take this one easy. <laughs> I think the best part of the, the triple this weekend was uh, when I came out of that one ditch on that straightaway. And I, and I socked it coming up out of this deep powder and got back up onto the trail. And then I crossed the trail and pulled oh, off yeah. on the other side. It goes, bam! <laughs> nice little backfire on it. That was nice. That was my favorite part. Surprised we didn't have more of those. Yeah, I'm. I yeah. too. The triplet just ran like a beauty. She ran like she was meant to be up here. The cold weather. She, she loved it. She. I know. Growing up as my dad's sled, the only, the best thing he said was for her is get her open, loosen her up. Well, she rides so much nicer about 75. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, she she kind of splutters and stuff at like 20 to 30, and she don't sound quite right. She just wants to run. You open her up, get some fuel through her. She drinks fuel. She's a thirsty bitch, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I used to get 120 miles on a tank, and I think I get about 80 now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. There, but she likes to run. She's she's still not too bad. No. No, I mean, you you know you ride a big engine like that. You, that's a part of it. <laughs> oh, big okay. engine. Yeah, I <laughs> the one who's always trailing behind. I just don't want to make you guys feel bad. How does it feel to have the slowest sled here? It, yeah, it is finally determined after today. After today, how does it feel to have the slowest sled? I whooped that thing on Jake's sled. I think he's gonna. Jake's sled's got balls. He's gonna Jake, Jake's sled is you know, faster than what I thought it was. He, and like, I feel like on a on a nice groomed trail where it's packed on, I could go neck and neck with Jake. I really feel like that. But in the open snow, 
He's got a studded track, mm-hmm. and I got about an inch, inch and a half, about ready for a new track. I just, I can do about 85 or 90 in in the fresh snow. But a packed track, I can do about 100. See, I feel where like, I, feel I feel like, like my, the studded track is what gives Jake the advantage over mine. On my side, I, you guys know I have no track left, so I think that has a huge play in it. Oh. My speedometer says I'm doing 90. I might only be doing 80, 83. Because it's spinning so fast. I'm yeah. that track so much, I'm not moving as fast as the track is. But, it, yeah, I know. But, it, I mean, it it, no, it still guys, it, it, it still is the slowest sled. It still is it's the slowest sled, but... Mm-hmm. Well, no. What happened today when I when we were on that huge straightaway, and I pinned it, and you guys were you just weren't even in the same county as me. I didn't even know it. I just couldn't do it. Well, and I was concerned because we had five sleds today, and two of us have already blown belts, and Austin decided he wasn't going to bring a spare belt for whatever reason. I didn't want to buy a new one. So Jake, Austin, and I. Well, and the, if, we were, if we blew a belt, we were done. And well, my the end of it. my thought so, behind this was when we bought Jake's sled. It's only got 2,500 miles on it. The belt on it should still be halfway decent. And Jake's belt and my belt are the same belt for the sleds. Mm-hmm. So I was like, between the two of us, one spare belt should be fine. You know, the last thing I thought, I put a new one on mine last year. Mm-hmm. And Jake's only has 2,500 miles on it. So I was like, it's barely used. Mm-hmm. I mean, the odds of that both of us blowing a belt are very minimal. Or the odds even one of us blowing a belt are minimal. And then Jake goes ahead and blows his on the first day. <laughs> first time I try and open the thing up and it's just... Boom! Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. God damn it. So I remember Lee pulled up right next to me, and I was just revving it and going absolutely nowhere and just shaking my head yeah. at Lee. So the two, the last two days we were here, we had five sleds and five so five I was, belts. I was you guys got spares? I was trying to play the, the conservative route today. I, I didn't want to blow a belt 45 miles from home and not have another belt to get us back. That's fair. So, you know. I I wasn't thinking about that. No. Straps would have been deep. Me, it was the last day. Let's let her rip. Yes. 45 miles going 10 mile an hour. Yeah, Even for Mercer, it was it was 30. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. it no. would have been a long ride home behind Grand Sled. <laughs> Since we would have been getting home about right now. No. You know, if you blew it on the way to Mercer, we probably would have just stayed in the Wolf Den and picked it up tomorrow morning. <laughs> well, that's, you know, if I would have blown it at a different time of the day or whatever or at the bar, or, you guys could have just swung back here. I could have rode Buddy with somebody I, home. I would have just stayed at the bar and waited for them guys to ride back home and yeah. get the truck. and. Or you could just stay here. That'd be fine too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can preview more in our YouTube video. That's yes. Coming up. So that we are. Podcast airs before the video. We should be able to. And yeah. we're gonna drop a sick. I mean yeah. a sick. We're drop a steamer for you. Like a COVID you'll, sick you'll video. You'll see a couple of these uh, mishaps. Yeah. Yep. And the cool stuff. I think there, some of the stuff we talked about, you'll see it. It was an adventure. I we got we got to, we got to rip pretty hard. I feel like the trails were. Awesomely great. Hey, I, we couldn't have, we couldn't have done the, it better. Hats off to the, the the trail maintenance, the groomers, the what's their uh, put the work in. I don't know what I don't know what Arbor Vita is called, but yeah. but um Mercer Snowgoers, the Bowen, Bowen Saint Germain, the Bowen, yeah. Bowen, that's what I was yeah, no, the trails were really upkept. Stuff was all nice. Absolutely. No, it was great trails. We played this at a great time. Got some ripping in, got some screwing around in. It was an adventure. Got some drinking in. It was a good time. It was It was absolutely needed. Yeah, it was a great break just from work and school and everything to get up now here. we got to go back to school. Yeah, and work. Not quite yet. Not yet. Not well, work. Yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. So there's going to be a sick video that drops. Probably the end of January. Mm-hmm. Big secret. It's going to go huge. That is the big secret it's that we've been secret. talking about. 
Um, we changed the name from Unincorporated Podcast to Unincorporated because we're going to expand some content to uh, be, being creators. I mean, some more vlogging or whatever you want to call it. Vlogging, video making, and of course, we'll keep up the podcasting. But Let us know down in the comments you know any video ideas or something you guys we've got, we've like got something you want to see us do up, yeah we are open to anything so. yeah yeah we, let's let's go do something cool absolutely yeah. awesome. we got the stuff we got the motivation got the people we got the got people. people that's yeah. the most important part oh yeah all right and we got bush light that's important too the fuel, <laughs> the fuel. The fuel the people. Awesome. all right Thanks absolutely peace, peace out subscribe